Well, welcome to Day 81 of Shaped by the Word, and uh, we're in our third season. Uh, we're reading through the prophets and the story of the prophets, and the story of the prophets is, is so deeply rich. Uh, they are the bridge between, you know, God's uh, actions through the Exodus and in history uh, to his final work in Christ. And, of course, the prophets are looking at God's people, and they have an indictment against them, and the indictment is your God has been deeply faithful to you, and you've been, you know, Every bit is unfaithful to him, and so it's kind of in the sense of a you know a lawsuit you know that God is issuing against His people who He's invited into a covenant you know relationship you know with, and so yesterday we uh, you know saw you know the side of God that is the warrior with the sword who is exacting judgment on the nations and the images were uh, you know gory and even unfathomable, and so anytime we look into you know God's judgment. Uh, it is. It is something that is shocking. It's something that's bold. It's something that is horrific. Uh, and, and we begin to understand the heart of God and His hatred, and uh, you know, for for sin and anything that would destroy, you know, His good creation and the, and and the crown of that creation. Uh, you know, His His people. Uh, as stark as the images were yesterday, the the, the the change in scenery between Isaiah 34 and 35 is pretty grand. Uh, we move from you know God's judgment to the joy of God's final redemption, and of course, it's judgment is a pathway to redemption. Uh, he does what he does in order to accomplish his ultimate purpose for his people. So that's where we find ourselves. I'm Paul. I'm here with uh, Cindy and David and Matt. Mm-hmm. And as we read, we we read and we. Uh, uh, we find ourselves in the presence of the Lord, hearing the word of the Lord, uh, you know, through the power of the Spirit uh, as a transformational moment in, in our lives. And uh, so we always prepare our hearts before we read. So, Cindy, do you mind lifting us up no. with the word of prayer? Father, thank you so much for this time in your word. And um, I just thank you that you have loved us so well by giving us um, this ability to know you. And Father, to um, be drawn into this relationship with you. So Father, be with us. I pray that you open the eyes of our hearts that we might see and that you would teach us by your Spirit. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Isaiah 35. And the desert and the parts of the land will be glad. The wilderness will rejoice and blossom. Like the crocus, it will burst into bloom. It will rejoice greatly and shout for joy. The glory of Lebanon will be given to it, the splendor of Carmel and Sharon. They will see the glory of the Lord and the splendor of our God. Strengthen the feeble hands, steady the knees that give way. Say to those with fearful hearts, be strong, do not fear, your God will come. He will come with vengeance, with divine retribution. He will come to save you. Then will the eyes of the blind be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then uh, will the lame leap like a deer and the mute tongue shout for joy. Water will gush forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand will become a pool, the thirsty ground a bubbling spring. And haunts where jackals once lay, grass and reeds and papyrus will grow, papyrus will grow, and a highway will be there. It will be called the way of holiness. It will be for those who walk on that way. The unclean will not journey on it. Wicked fools will not uh, go about on it. No lion will be there, nor any ravenous beast. They will not be found there, but only the redeemed will walk there. And those that the Lord has rescued will return. They will enter Zion with singing. Everlasting joy will crown their heads. Gladness and joy will overtake them, and sorrow and sighing will flee away. 
what a nice relief after yesterday, right? Nice. You know, the judgment and the, the fat dripping off the edge of the sword and the blood and the kidneys that are a part of it to the joy of the restored uh, restored land. Mm-hmm. And, and again, we're having a vision of how God will bring his, his people, and not just simply his people, but the entire world through judgment to his ultimate end. And his ultimate end is... Uh, a land of fullness and a land of grace and, and everything is is restored uh you know to the original goodness of creation and even beyond the original goodness of creation well that's why i mean you, you say it often when we talk about this day of the lord this coming day you know that it's a the, the prophets nuance it in both ways that it is a day you saw it yesterday a day of vengeance is coming this day of great judgment but then it's also a day of great salvation. So it's that great and horrible day of the Lord. That's right. Um, and, and we see this. It's, you take those two images, and you know, on one hand, ju- judgment comes, but then on the other hand, salvation comes. And we have to love the images here and, and the role of singing, you know, that, that God's people will rejoice That's and right. they, we, he will put a song in their mouth. As soon as Katie leaves the table, yeah, we can we, talk we, about yeah. singing. Yeah, we went, we went from, <laughs> ju- we went from judgment to singing. Um, but even, I mean, here you get this picture. And of, of course, none of us at this table can sing. Yeah. So it's just kind of crazy. Seeing is yeah. pleasant. Yeah. <laughs> but you get this picture here of the, the redeemed will, will have a song put in their heart and they will sing. And then you get, when you get to Revelation of how often do we encounter God's people singing? Now, it, it's, you know, one of the things I've noticed, you know, as a, as, as a grandparent, you know, not so much as a parent because being a parent's a little more tense than being a, a grandparent. <laughs> but, uh, when, you know how kids when they're overcome with joy just naturally burst into song mm-hmm. and I, you know my little grandson I mean, he was two years old had, was singing an epic song where he was about for 30 minutes just going on making up a story and singing <laughs> about it and as he interjected himself in it and it's just being overcome with the joy the simple joy of knowing the Lord and, and not you know not the uh, attitude of having to have every note right or to sound you know, great but just to have our hearts pour out and righteous, and of course, I'm guessing as restored people, we will all be able to sing mm. as well as Katie. So, <laughs> or, or if we don't, we won't bother each other. <laughs> uh, Sounds great. <laughs> it's fun to see as well that you know all of this that we're kind of rejoicing in, and it's all just the the grace of God to His people. You know, He's the one strengthening feeble hands. He's the one steadying the knees. He's the one opening the eyes and the ears and, and giving the ability for the lame to leap like deer and the, the mute to shout for joy and he's pouring in the streams of water into the desert i mean this is not anything where you look at and think wow these people really nailed it it's it's to look at it and be like wow this is what a grace of god to to do this work among the people um you know and so obviously the same is true today with christ i mean mm-hmm. No, yeah, I mean you have he's that, one pouring forth everything that we receive. Yeah, and you have that simple little phrase: "The glory of Lebanon will be given to it." Mm-hmm. You know, these are you know the, the the glory of the new creation is a gift you know, from the Lord. You know, as was you know the original creation, a gift from the Lord, and then that whole Sabbath day is an invitement. An invitement is that a word? <laughs> this is an invitation, <laughs> you know, into <laughs> into the work of the Lord to celebrate you know His goodness. And, of course, the same thing is true of our salvation. We enter into uh, the work of the Lord and celebrate His goodness, and that's new creation as well. You can't help but think of, like, Paul, you know, 
reflecting on these kinds of passages and just as he's writing and talking about the day that our redemption, mm-hmm. you know, all of creation is, is groaning, yeah. but waiting for, waiting for, for this, this moment. moment. And here it is. This mm-hmm. is, this is the moment described. This is beyond anything that would happen in Isaiah's time to something that is yet future and is still for us as Lord. But you do have the, you know, the already, you know, in there that he does mm-hmm. strengthen feeble hands and he does steady knees that are weak. And it says to those with fearful hearts to be strong and do not fear you. God will come. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have, you know, the, you have those nice, and of course you have in five and six, a big theme in the prophets, you know, you have eyes that don't see and ears that don't hear. Mm-hmm. And that day our eyes will be opened and our ears will be opened and we will see and perceive, you know, the uh, things as they really are and the goodness of the Lord and, and rejoice in it. I love verse 8, the idea of this highway. It almost makes me think of the nations coming together to meet on this highway. But I love that it's called the way of holiness and it will be for those who walk that way and can't help but think of Jesus in John fourteen six when he calls himself the way. I am the way. Yeah, yep. I love that. There's no doubt about it. And, and there's two people that can't come on the highway. Right. Those, those are unclean and wicked fools. No yeah. wicked fools on the highway. Oh, travels. You know, we, we, you use that word. You could think of you know, a myriad of people in your life. Oh, they're, they're, that's us. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's who, who, who we are. When we're, you know, going back to where we started the first of the week, when we are complacent, when we, you know, see injustice around us and we don't act, when we hear the warnings of the Lord and we don't respond, when we walk about in our mm-hmm. fine robes, and are not humbled, you know, by what is going on around us. And of course, you know, the opposite of that would be, you know, the beatitudes that we we're we're, we're poor in spirit and we mourn, you know, in in what we see in ourselves and what we see in the world around us. And so, a wicked fool is one who fails to recognize his own mm-hmm. uh, his own you know depravity, his own wickedness, his own brokenness, his own fallenness. I love the hope that we're given too, because he says only the redeemed will walk there, and those the Lord has rescued. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's yeah. good. <laughs> uh, yeah. How do you get out of wicked foolishness? Yes, the Lord know? must rescue. That's not by trying to be less wicked or yeah, trying to be less, less foolish. foolish. It's a work of the Lord. Yeah. And as we talked about earlier in this week, through His Spirit that's poured out and refreshes, and refreshes the land. Mm-hmm. And I like as well. You know, sometimes you know. In our days now, we can be overtaken by the things going on around us or situations with family or city or church or, you know, the world. It's so easy for those things to overtake us, but yet he talks about the day coming where gladness and joy mm-hmm. will overtake them. And I just think that's such, such a beautiful thing to think about. We also often think of, I think, of being overtaken as mm-hmm. a bad thing. And yet he's talking about, no, even that's going to be redeemed. You'll be overtaken with gladness and joy mm-hmm. um, and the sorrow and the sighing. Wolf, will flee away. No. That sounds good. Yeah. Even, even sighing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the first thing Cindy did when she woke up this morning was just that uh, yeah, big sigh. Yeah. Uh, so that, so that'll, be, that'll be no more. Jeez, <laughs> the, the, yeah. I hope gladness and joy overtake you soon. Didn't yes. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it is uh, the richness of everything. Uh, of, of what Isaiah is holding out and what God longs for and what God has in store for us. And of course, uh, what we experience, you know, in part now, and we ought to rejoice in the richness of what we have, but also revel uh, in the richness of what comes. Mm-hmm. So these are kind of things that we do every time we come to the Lord's table. We, we, we think about the past, we think about the present, and we think about the future. And uh, we are grounded to all of those through God's grace, mm-hmm. you know, from beginning to end. 
the one who redeems and, and the one who, who rescues. Matt, do you mind closing us with a word of prayer? Yeah, let's pray. Father, we thank you for um, your word. Thank you for the encouragement it brings. And, and Father, we do look forward to this day where um, everlasting joy will crown our heads, a gladness and joy will overtake us, um, and sorrow and sighing will flee away. And so, Father, would you bring that to bear? Um, we look to you. Would you keep us fast? Um, thank you that you are the one who strengthens us. Uh, Father, continue to set our eyes on you today. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.